0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 103 of You Heard It Here Second.
1: New episodes are released every week on DerekAndSteve.com and on iTunes as well. So
0: just search for Derek and Steve or You Heard It Here Second and make sure to subscribe today. Is a cheesecake,
1: a cake, or a pie?
0: (laughs) Okay, is a cheesecake, a cake, or a pie? That is a good question. That's a, wow. Derek and Steve present...
1: Cheesecake is a cake. I think it's i don't know
0: man i think it's a pie so i think
1: you're a pie uh the asian sensation uh otani bahama good not great not great the show hey kid and then my personal favorite show hey what's up hello
0: that one's great that one's great. that one is great <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, i saw the shape of water
0: the shape of water so how what shape is water a hexagon hexagon you heard <laughs> it here second Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode number one oh three of you heard here second. I am Derek alongside Steve. Steve, what is going on?
1: Derek, not much is going on. Two straight weeks.
0: Two in a row? Can you believe it? I know. New I know.
1: We, we had to start a new streak.
0: Yeah, new streak is now at two. Yeah. So
1: um, not much is going on. It's been a pretty quick week. Yeah. Um not much has happened.
0: Not a ton. I Nothing mean,
1: crazy, but there's been a lot of sports, but they're just kind of at the beginning well, of yeah, the exciting
0: they're, parts. Yeah, they're important sports, but they're sort of... All, we also, between our last podcast and now, had the delays between series, too. So yeah. there's a little bit of, of a lull, I guess, in a couple sports. Yeah. Uh, and baseball is just chugging along, you know, so early season. how so.
1: are you feeling right I'm now? I'm feeling
0: a little under the weather, Weather fighting off cold. You'll probably hear that. Um, my, Probably a little nasally. Hopefully, don't, not too many stray sniffles out here, but... Uh, do my best fight it off. We got a wedding. We're going to in three days. Yes. So I'm aggressively fighting it off. You know, that can be a little quick opening drive discussion because this is really weird. Actually, when I'm looking at what's happening, uh, with me getting this cold right now, because this is exactly to a T the exact same health behavior I had last year at this time at this exact time of year last year, we went to Baltimore for the Preakness. Oh
1: no! And
0: the and you remember I was sick. I you got were so cold. sick you couldn't go but, to the Preakness. But but I, I didn't get sick until like the fl- like I didn't feel sick until like the flight to Baltimore is when I started feeling sick. So this is three days ahead. I'm hoping it's going to be okay. But th- just the c- like the crazy timing of this. The other thing I remember specifically about that trip was that we watched Game Three Celtics Cavaliers at our friend's house. Sahan. Wow. And Game Three Celtics Cavaliers will be. On the Saturday we're on this trip, dude. To it's, our a, it's a wedding.
1: self-fulfilling prophecy. It Do is. not think that that's that you're going to get. That no, no,
0: I, no. I, I, I'm I'm happy. I've identified it, so I'm I'm good. I'm, I'm going to be pounding the Airborne, the vitamin C, the Air, all all Airborne's of the above. A joke, by the way. That, that's a <laughs> witch doctor scam. Um, but so all that, uh, I'll be good. I'll be good. So I, you I just thought like coincidental timing. Coincidental timing of of the same exact thing as last year. Well, don't so. get me sick, or I'll be very upset. I hope not to. I hope not to. So uh that's how I'm feeling how are you feeling
1: I feel good right now all right great, great. <laughs> I, I got now I'm thinking now I'm over. Now, I'm like do I have a tickle in my throat I don't know
0: no I think um I don't know I think you're good because I think the what and the reason I bring up last year it happens it's born out of allergies for me I think because when you get when you get seasonal allergies your immune system is a little bit weaker you get wrecked by um, allergies. I do I and I hadn't really been wrecked too bad until the last couple of days and then it turns into a cold it, it seems to happen every year now um so I think I'll be good um and I think you will not catch anything because you didn't catch anything last year from me. So Correct. Um, so I think we're good. So opening drive. Uh, big news dropped this morning, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. So uh, Monday morning news breaks that the federal government or the Supreme Court has ruled that it is now unconstitutional for federal laws to prohibit states from legalizing sports gambling. That's like yes. the one sentence attempt at describing what's happened here. So
1: my question is, so it was a 7-2 decision the Supreme Court uh, almost unanimously decided that states should have the rights to decide whether they can uh, have,
0: have sports, sports, books. sports books.
1: Yeah. Um, why is it why is sports gambling a separate category than I don't know, regular gambling, yeah, like know. casinos and stuff. I mean, I'm sure there's a an actual defined reason why Supreme Court decided that sports gambling's okay, but maybe because it's the odds are the same for yeah. everyone playing, kind of like poker. I don't know.
0: Well, sort of. Because, like, though, you, but I you mean, can but,
1: have poker rooms at yeah, like, but poker dog tracks, like things like that. The
0: thing about poker though is there's no house really in poker. Exactly. You know, That's so what it's I mean. like, but but I mean, casinos have houses. Like there there's there are casino games with a house, like blackjack and um, roulette and everything you see at a standard casino besides the poker tables with players playing against each other there's a house that's so, what
1: I mean so I th- so I think because yeah. poker is not considered a, a game of chance it's a game right. of skill so right. and I think the basically this decision yes. is that s- sports betting is a game of skill so
0: that is true and and you you could add as well um, unlike a casino because casinos are mathematical games that are that, that given a large enough sample size profit the house that's what, that's the reason casinos yeah. exist. Um, sports books are riskier in, in a sense now still given a large enough sample size and betting population. I mean, Vegas does well with their lines for a reason, you know, the, like over time it pays off for the house, but it is a somewhat of a risk because the state could lose money on a sports book. I mean, that is, that is feasible. Yeah. I
1: mean, it, that, and that's a whole other discussion. I'm yeah. just saying, uh, I would like to lump in regular yeah. gambling. Yeah, yeah. I want to be able to play blackjack down the street. Well, I don't, right, but I don't uh, really but I'm not like sure. Is, is that a Sox.
0: Massachusetts law that there's no table games, or is that just like a there hasn't been Typic- a casino that has the license for it?
1: Um, uh, that I don't know. Yeah. I would say typically, whether like right now, you can have a full blown casino right. on in, on Indian land. Right. However, right, right, right. unless you're like in Las Vegas or, or a state that has legalized gambling, mm-hmm. you can only do Right. games of skill. Right, 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 right. Not games okay. of chance. Yeah. Interesting. So anyway, now it's up to the states. I, I did a little research. How close is our state to, to getting legalized gambling? Getting a sports book, Getting a sports yeah. book? Yeah. How close do you think?
0: I would guess not close.
1: All right. On a tier of three, let's say, like, going to do it, maybe do it. Not
0: do I it. would assume they're in the maybe do it category. They're in the maybe do it. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they have, quote, unquote, enacted a study bill, which means they're going to look into it. Okay. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. But it means, like, they're not openly against it. It's not like a right. and, like a conservative red state saying, like, yeah. well, never have sports right, right, right. gambling. Um. So Massachusetts could be – I mean, they're getting casinos left and right now. Yeah. So I, I, I imagine
0: they'll have it. I just don't think it's going to be soon. It's, I don't think it's going to be soon, like, in the next – Year or so, you know, yeah. like like soon, and what people who are excited about this news want soon to be, you yeah. know. So um,
1: for our, for our other friends, um, just some states that we know they're living in: New York also going to legalize yeah. sports betting. New
0: York and New Jersey, I think, are yep, New, New Jersey, Jersey. is it yeah.
1: Pennsylvania going to legalize? Um, New Jersey, Connecticut going to legalize. West Virginia going to legalize. Mississippi going to. And um, that's all the ones that sh- that are going to within, like, a very right. reasonable amount of time. Right. Uh, Florida, you're out. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing yet. But uh, I think eventually it'll be a, yeah. a national thing. Oh, yeah. and Hawaii is in also oh, a <laughs> study bill. <laughs> yeah. um,
0: no, the, and so, I mean, I do think a lot of states are going to move towards it. I think it's it'll probably go similar to the way marijuana went, I would guess, which yeah. is that, like, a few started, and then people started picking it up, and eventually, I don't know what where that count is at now, but I feel like a lot of states have at least decriminalized it, and a lot of them have legalized it. Yeah, um, I think sports gambling eventually goes the same way. When when a few states do it, and sports books become relatively successful and popular, I think that other states will follow suit. So I also think so. So um, what, Sorry, one one other thing that this uh, opens up is a very interesting progression, not just with sports books and where they're gonna open, but the internet gambling scene. Because with it being no longer a federal crime, uh, it gets very intriguing. In fact, I got an email a market email today from DraftKings saying that they anticipate they are going to start working on that platform to be able to place a wager on DraftKings. Yeah. Um, because it's no longer uh now now granted it will still depend on state laws. Like state laws can still impact that if you're if you're a user who lives in Massachusetts and yeah. it's not legalized yet, there are issues there, but um, we're going to get closer to the point where, in an app on your phone, you can deposit money and and put ten bucks on, on to, the to raise game. You know, it's and, like
1: and it's similar to like the stock market. Yeah, like yeah. if I want to transfer money into the yeah. stock market, I can do it on my phone. Yeah, if I want to lose fifty bucks on <laughs> the Oakland A's versus the Boston Red Sox tonight, I can yeah. do it. So. Yeah. Uh, it will happen. I think it's just a matter of time. But that you're right. That's a very slippery slope when it comes to yeah, like states legalizing what state. You, I mean, do you yeah. know what state DraftKings is in?
0: Uh, I don't. Massachusetts. Oh, is Montefi- it Massachusetts? Really? Yep, I didn't Massachusetts know. Massachusetts, okay.
1: Um, but that being said. Does that matter? I like mean, if you're if you're an internet only company, yeah, no,
0: I don't think it matters where they're based. I think it they do have to abide by laws for like what their user base does. though. So you it, it may be a situation where you need to present a, a ID, you know, you know, or scan an ID or something to, you know, they, they need to verify where you yeah, are, and or, how old or you, you have are. a billing address or something for what you deposit with and things like that. Like yeah. and how old you are as well, um, which I imagine there probably already is a uh, daily fantasy sports must have an age thing too which I don't know how they verify that but I, I haven't even thought about it. I'm mm. sure I verified myself at some point but um, but yeah, so so that's an interesting thing because daily fantasy sports has been a very popular thing that people do very quickly on their phone. It's like I'm going to put in I'm going to enter a $10 tournament and I'm going to pick my lineup, you know, like yeah. that that's happening for a while now. And so it's interesting that that will move over to like in that same app platform you're going to be able to say I want to throw 100 bucks on the Celtics tonight. It's like it's going to be an interesting world that we'll live in once we get to that point because it's something that has always been viewed as sketchy if you're going to place a bet online or something it's like is that really legal like I don't know if that's legal and so it's yeah it's an interesting twist
1: so we'll let the professionals figure that out yeah Um, in the meantime sports betting is now technically legal at the federal level Um, contact your congressman if you want to gamble
0: yeah for sure on sports call him up
1: Uh, moving on to everybody's favorite segment the BC Update
0: got another dude better than this
1: guys being dudes dudes to the right dudes to the left stuck in the middle with you got another dude heisman trophy bronco nagurski award ultimate dudes got another dude o-line you
0: bunch of dudes all righty bc update uh not a whole lot for bc but we do have the reminder again about the reunion which is coming up in just a couple of weeks now um if you do not have
1: your housing the deadline is this Friday.
0: This Friday. So it's May eighteenth. Now I think we had set we had thought it was the fifteenth, which is today if you're the day the podcast is released. We had warned you last week that you'd be due the day the podcast released. So we actually That's helped good. you because yeah. we got you prepared ahead of time.
1: Don't use the extra time.
0: Don't use the extra time. Just, just do, it, do now. it now. Just do it right now. You're at you're at work. You're at your computer. I know you are. So <laughs> um, just do it now. Uh, Friday, May eighteenth at five p.m. That's that's an important thing. It's not like Friday, oh, Friday night I'll I'll do it. Like no, Friday at five p.m. So you know, don't wait till Friday. That's the housing deadline, and the events deadline is the following Friday. So Friday, May twenty fifth, also at five p.m. That's the deadline to register for events. Again, I don't know how strict the event registration is. Like I don't know if you show up at the barbecue and they're (laughs) like, "Eh, sorry, like I know you have fifty bucks in your hand, but we're not letting you in. Like I don't know how much that's going to be. That doesn't sound like BC. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, anyway, so I heard the only events you should sign up for are the sa- the Mods barbecues, basically. Saturday
0: barbecue and Saturday party. Correct. In the Mods, yeah. yeah.
1: Otherwise, just enjoy your time back at BC yeah. with all your friends. Yeah, otherwise
0: the weekend at BC is what we've heard. You know, yeah. Friday you get there, you'll you'll check into your dorm, you know, whatever's going on, and then you know, sounds, everyone's going to be getting there at different times on Friday. This
1: sounds dumb, but I almost don't want to go out of, like, I don't want to go to a bar on Friday. Yeah. Like, even yeah. if it's Marianne's. Yeah. I kind of want to just... Dorm life, yeah, yeah. You know?
0: I mean, that's yeah, that's reasonable. We said last year that we were never going to go back to Marianne's. We did. <laughs> we <said that. laughs> yeah. So, so uh, we'll be we put to the test on that. But I mean, Marianne's was disgusting last year. It was like vile. repulsive, vile, repulsive, like tr-
1: like a full industrial trash can full of liquid of
0: that you do We don't want to describe. Ugh. Yeah, it, it was it was awful. So uh we'll see. But I, I tend to agree. I mean, like I don't. I mean, we'll see what everyone, all of our classmates do when they're all back there. But like, you know, I I don't know how strict BC will be as far as like the dorms and what's going on. You know, like if they're gonna have people monitoring stuff. If Quiet gonna hours. Be, I mean, like honestly, uh, like I I don't anticipate they would do that in a five year dorm. But like, I also do know from working there that they are pretty, they they they, they are pretty strict about making sure stuff doesn't get ruined. You know, yeah. and like I said that when. We did go to that one dorm that time that was absolutely demolished by five years <laughs> yeah. in, in Edmonds. Now, granted, they were tearing Edmonds down, so they cared a little less. But, like, they're pretty serious about the shape of the dorms and stuff. And so I'm I'm interested to see whether they crack down on that type of thing or not. Um, so so we'll see. But I, I tend to agree with you that I'm not, like it, – it, it, to me, it's not the number one goal to go to Marianne's or, or Cityside that night. Like, I, I would be totally fine staying on campus if that's what everybody did. Um, but we're noobs at this. We're gonna find out what people do. So
1: this is gonna be exciting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so that's it for the BC update. Uh, we're kind of in a dry spell for obviously BC sports because it's it's officially summer yep. for the for the uh,
0: students. Did we ever talk about the quarterback they got? We did last we did. Okay, last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. four star
1: quarterback Sam right. Johnson. Um, hopefully that pans out. I mean, he seems. Yeah. I've been following him on Twitter. He seems to be very excited. Yeah. Um, but. Like we said, is a good recruiter. He just he needs to be a good put it all game together. Yeah, yeah, put it all together. Um, so, anything else for the BC update?
0: I don't think so. I think that was a nice little quick BC update. Let's move it into sports.
1: The Monster Jam.
0: When you said sports there, it reminded me of when our sound Yeah, I said it, it like the, that. On <laughs> sports. <laughs> sports in it. Um, all right, so sports, like we said, um, some very high leverage, high... Um, importance and impact uh, games going on, but they have been a little bit spread out. So the last time we were here, uh, I had to do my post-mortem on the Bruins, Ugh. unfortunately. Yeah. It was painful. Um, it should hasn't I, fared much better for you a I week do, later. Should I do a pre postmortem <laughs> <laughs> Um So the yeah. Lightning Trail, uh, 2-0 to the Capitals after two home losses, which really hurts. Um, I will say of every sport, hockey is the... Um, the one that you have the best chance of overcoming that in. I I think it's real tough to come back in the NBA or MLB or or the other Mm -hmm. sports when you lose the first two at home. It's really hard to come back. I think hockey is a little different. What have you seen so far from Lightning against the Caps? It
1: is a very strange thing to watch a completely different team play because I watched a very, very good, energetic, exciting, a, a dominant Lightning team. And they're not playing with that energy. I, I don't know what it is because I'm not in the locker room, but it is noticeably different. And yeah. I'm not sitting here saying the Caps are are just whooping our butts because they're not. Both teams yeah. are just – there's no fights. They're just kind of skating along. And, and and the Lightning don't seem to f- want – I don't want to say want to win because they obviously want to win, yeah. but something is different. Um, and, and the Caps obviously have been better. They, they've won handily two games. Mm-hmm. But it's not because I think that they're better. It's because yeah. the Lightning are just not playing the game they used to. They're not flying around the ice. They're not whipping shots at the net. And it's not it's not that they're getting uh, stifled on uh, defense. It's mm-hmm. that they're just not taking the shots. They have open yeah. shots, and they're, they're passing it too much. It's just a different style of, of hockey that I'm used to seeing. So I don't know. It, it make, that's what makes me actually nervous is not that, oh, we just like – we just lost some close games it's that we are playing a different style uh-huh. of hockey yeah. that doesn't suit our game so i don't know my, my only suggestion would be like i think Braden point um yanni gore like the young guys who fly around and disrupt stuff even callahan i think they need more playing time mm-hmm. because kucherov and stamkos have been non-existent this playoffs yeah the
0: whole playoffs really. yeah. yeah and
1: so we need to to do something here yeah. and the young guys are the ones stepping up so why not let them try to get us yeah. back into this.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think um, to me, I think that hockey and rightfully so hockey is one sport that people tend to de-emphasize the matchup. They, I mean, I mean, I, I look at sport, uh, other sports like basketball, football, even baseball. I think that people break down the matchup a lot. Like, like what, yeah. what type of defenders do they have versus these offensive players and what type of, you know, scheme are they going to run versus this? And in hockey, it doesn't seem like that gets a lot of attention. I think that it does have a lot of impact behind the scenes. And I, and I mean at a level that even someone like myself who's watched watched and played hockey for years, even at a level that isn't apparent to me instantly watching the game. I'm talking about like real in-depth game planning, but I do think it has an impact because what you just described to me with what you're seeing with the Lightning is what I saw with the Bruins. I I mean it like so yeah. and and that's not for me to say I think that the Bruins were a better team than the Lightning. I think the Lightning were better but I but as I mentioned I didn't think they were as better as the series went yeah. a- and and when I was watching the Bruins I'm like this isn't the team that I saw in game 7 against the Maple Leafs you know this is this team isn't flying around they're not producing offense they're they're not getting anything going I know they can but they're not you know and that's yeah. kind of what the Lightning are going through right now um
1: there's just no energy like I don't know what happened to, and it's at home yeah
0: game. and that but that's what I mean though is that I think that sometimes that um what looks like a lack of energy is actually a system that is just like stifling you like yeah. suffocating you almost and yeah. so I can't pin. I can't point to what that is on Washington's system. I have never considered Washington to be a good defensive team. They're generally a, it's generally shootouts that you're looking at with yeah. Washington, like six five games uh, historically. But they've obviously been playing really well. Again, I don't think this series is over by any stretch. Game three though is a must win. Yeah. I mean, you have to win game three. Yeah, I um, mean
1: the Lightning have been very good away. They're mm-hmm. I think they've won three out of the four games away they've played, yeah. or, or something like that. So I'm not. You're right. I'm not worried yet, but what makes me worried is the difference in style of play. Yeah. Not that we're down 0-2 because we've been, yeah. we were down 0-1 to the right. Bruins and then won right. four straight games. Exactly. So like, yeah. I, I think we can win four straight. It's just a matter of playing the appropriate the way you're playing. Yeah, exactly. yeah, play yeah play the and, way we got. And, there. and
0: I even saw some tweets even after game one with the lightning, which was that, cause a lot of people were instantly comparing to the Bruins series when the lightning lost game one handling yeah. to the capitals. And, the biggest comparison I saw was that, yeah, like it, in score, it's the same start to the series. They lost badly at home to start the series, but in the from what everything I was seeing, you know, and I didn't watch that game closely, but uh, that the Lightning against the Bruins had a lot of chances. I remember like Tuukka Rask played a great game in that game one against the the Lightning that the Bruins won the lightning didn't have that same feel against Washington in game one. Like they, the they weren't buzzing had, with the, I think like, the
1: lightning had something like 10 shots yeah. in the first game yeah. or, like, or through the first two periods or yeah. something crazy like that. Yeah. So I don't know We'll we'll, by the time the next uh, podcast comes in, this will either be, you're hoping it's series. I'm hoping yeah. it's still a series, but it may be over. So yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but, uh, the Lightning do need to do something to turn it around because the, yeah. the Caps are a good veteran team. They've been they there a bunch. I mean, at least they've been in the well. Playoffs so they've a bunch. been in the playoffs a bunch, yeah. and that's
0: what I, I actually said to you before the series that this might be the year. The blah, only blah, thing blah, I'm, yeah. like, I like, I sometimes get concerned with the storylines because, like, I know it's stupid, but sometimes the storylines like have this this knack for for like following like this storybook type of thing. And and again, I'm not saying that that's what's gonna go all the way like with the Capitals, but they fi- they sort of broke that ice and like Ovechkin. Ovechkin's playing the best I've seen him play in a while. He's as far as like he's yeah. throwing his body around. He's hitting people. Mm-hmm. Like he's playing with. You talk about energy. He's playing with the most energy of anybody. I think so. Um, it is the one thing I would be. I was concerned about for the Lightning's perspective going into the series was that Washington's gotten here for the first time. It's you know you're gonna have to play really well to beat them at this point. I think. Yeah.
1: So history is not on our side, or like the the storyline's not yeah. on our side. They've got the momentum. Yeah. They've got the. They want to break the curse or whatever you want to call it. they do
0: always choke. So that that still hasn't changed even though they're in the conference finals. also the Lightning. (laughs) I guess that's true.
1: Okay, so the other series is only at Uh, 1-0. The Jets are up on the Knights. This is literally a worst-case scenario. Lightning are losing and the Vegas Knights are losing. So um, the Jets, who you're still a fan of, you like Winnipeg.
0: Uh, I like Winnipeg as a team. I don't want them to win the Cup because I kind of like this whole Canada drought that's going on. I'd like it for Canada to not win the Cup for a little while. Cool. Longer, just because it's a fun little drought that they, yeah. they haven't
1: won. And we're in, on, we're in on the Vegas Knights. I like Vegas, it's their, yeah. They're an expansion team. Yeah. It's their first year in the league, and they're dominating. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. so it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, and they have a cool color combo. They have great color I do combo. like their jerseys. Yeah, their jerseys are great. Um, they're fun to watch. Vegas is a very cool place to to have a first mm-hmm. sports team in the yeah. night. So like, the whole town will be behind the Knights more than they are the Raiders or yeah. whoever else comes yeah. in after them. Um so I, I I do like the Knights. They're down one oh. They play tonight, so by the time this airs it'll be it'll yeah. be something. There there'll be another uh win or loss for one of them. But um other than that, hockey playoffs have been very exciting. Yeah. Um I've enjoyed watching all of the games. Um uh, I just hope the Lightning can yeah it'll do something here. Make
0: it a series. You yeah. gotta make it Because there's nothing better than intense playoff hockey and it's like just going and down. And you know, I, with I never a get this. Yeah. I never get to yeah, do this. It's true. It's true. I'm all in, right? I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Like things are happening. I'm like, I'm, I'm going out to bars to watch my sports yeah. team in the playoffs. It just never
0: happens. <laughs> yeah. So you got to hope that they can win Game Three. That's where you got to start. Win Game Three, and it's a series again because at least then you're going to have um, an exciting Game Four. You know, you know, because like if you can just win Game Three, everything's back on the table as far as that excitement goes. You know, mm-hmm. even though you're still in a bad spot, you have a chance to to recover from it. So, anything else on hockey?
1: That's it on hockey.
0: Hockey's exciting. NBA (laughs) playoffs, (laughs) also exciting um, to probably a lesser degree, I would say, than the NHL, only because of the predictability of a lot of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But some things less predictable have been happening, such as the Celtics beating the Cavs by 25 points in game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, for those of you who missed it, Mother's Day Sunday at 3.30, Celtics played the Cavs I would say most people are picking the Cavs. Would you, you would agree with that, right? I yeah, mean, I th- mean the- there are there are some analysts sprinkled out there that have picked the Celtics to win this series, but I think the majority of people pick the Cavs. Um, and the Celtics come out and really impress everybody. Now, I'm not saying they get to the point where everyone's picking them now to win the series. Cleveland is still a favorite, but extremely impressive in Game One uh, at home against Cleveland. They they go up by 26 at the half. They never really look back. The Cavs cut it to like 14 at the end of the third, I think, but and uh, ended up ballooning back over 20. What were your thoughts um, from game one? Uh, um, these two
1: so, teams? weird game, because I, you're right, did not expect it to be a blowout from beginning yeah. to end. Right. Like it was... Like a
0: wire-to-wire blowout. It was out. actually, like, yeah. I
1: watched the whole thing, and I was it was a very boring game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for you, obviously, you're a yeah. big fan. It was amazing. Yeah. But for for a semi-neutral fan, it was more just like, this is not a good basketball game. They to never watch. got it going. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Um. So I don't think... You're right. I don't think this is a, a warning sign for the Cavs because I don't think they're going to go oh for one for thirty from three yeah. again or whatever they went. Um, that being said, this is huge for the Celtics. I mean, yeah. they needed Marcus Morris to have the game he had, and he did. To, like, to you, back you know? up the talk too. Exactly. Uh, like. They, they needed him to be to shut down LeBron and to also score. Yeah. And he was hustling around. He's getting steals and like playing defense, and so it was a very very perfectly executed game for the celtics and i think they can continue to do it so i think they'll win at least another game or two um that being said i i I do know you i know you dislike lebron but history has shown that when something like this happens he turns um, it on the next couple games or game or so so i do think he'll turn it on and the team will let him shoot more he has this band of idiots running around like (laughs) not giving the ball take like yeah, Jordan Clarkson, shots. yeah. Yeah, and and like Rodney Hood comes in and has to score yeah. a bunch of points cuz yeah. like Kevin Love and George Hill and all these guys yeah. can't. Yeah. Rodney score.
0: Hood was the only bench player for them that even that played well. Exactly. He actually did play well, That's but what jo- I said. like but yeah, like Jordan Clarkson was like I mean, there was one possession I remember specifically that and going into this matchup I and I probably mentioned this last last podcast, but what has absolutely killed the Celtics in years past is that and I remember this last year that it was literally possession after possession. You know what would happen down the court? They would run down the court. Kevin Love would set a pick for LeBron. Yeah. And the guy, you know, who was covering Kevin Love was Kelly Olynyk. Oh yeah. So there was Kevin Love would set a pick for LeBron. Suddenly LeBron is switched on to Kelly Olynyk, and he would drive to the basket, get yeah. a layup, <laughs> and that happened literally every possession of yeah. the last of, of the series well, last year. Like, well, they
1: need so the Cavs did none of that. They didn't. Yeah. So. I know it's stupid. I know you, you're you planning for it, so you try to plan against it, but they just need to get LeBron shots. Yeah. Like, that's well, what the well, whole, right. they hold. Yeah. They literally demolished the team and rebuilt it from scratch halfway through the season and just kept LeBron. Like, yeah.
0: you need to... Yeah, they were like, we need we need guys that can play defense, guys yeah. that can shoot, and none of that's working yeah. at all. Like, you're they're, they're the, playing awful defense. You're not the
1: Celtics. Do not play team basketball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> play, play LeBron yeah. versus the Celtics.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's what has to happen. And so... Yeah. Um, the I, I, what started me on that was the there was one possession in this game in particular that the Celtics did end up with a bad switch that they, they uh, and I remembered it just because I it was Jordan Clarkson who got the ball. LeBron had been switched on to like a really bad matchup. I forget if it was like it was either Baines or Terry Rozier, like either the biggest and, and slowest guy or the smallest guy and it was like jordan clarkson give the ball to lebron james yeah. he's, he's on the, he's got the best matchup that he's going to get and jordan clarkson like hucked up a 3 with like jalen brown in his face yeah. and it was like this is like this is exactly what the cavs can't have like the cavs can have mediocre role players if they do their job yeah they can't have guys doing that and so um all that said you are completely right and i fully fully expect that we're going to get like a plus LeBron on Tuesday. Like I, I 100% believe that. Um with that said, I do I I came into this series saying that I still felt the Celtics have a chance to win even if they get A plus LeBron because I think they need to they need to have the mental fortitude to let LeBron be A plus LeBron and do not let Kevin Love and Kyle Korver and J.R. Smith be A plus of their versions, yeah. you know. If if only LeBron is A plus and everyone else is not, the Cavs are going to have a tough time winning. Yeah. like
1: I think the Cavs, you're right, Have a they have people who can match up with the Cavs. Yeah, yeah. And we talked about this earlier, that, that basketball is one of those games where you can look up yeah. matchups more closely. Yeah, yeah. And they really do. They have players that can body up the right people at the right times. They play good defense. They will get their points through good offense. And they right. will eventually get – So the only thing that worries me about the Celtics is – the Cavs still got a lot of threes off.
0: Yeah, they like the did. Cavs
1: can hit threes. Yeah, and the Celtics don't really defend three like they defend inside. Right. So I do think that it'll be a closer game. I don't know. I mean,
0: certainly, if 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 the Cavs shooters get hot, then it changes the way the Celtics can play. Yeah, because
1: the Celtics don't have. People who can get like hot, basically. They don't have like a. No, they
0: don't have a. They yeah. don't
1: have a star who can go yeah. off for for forty. I mean, they do run. every once in a while, yeah. but they don't have like a Corver who can who can switch the game. No, yeah, in three it's, shots.
0: it's but it's big time by committee for the Celtics, which is to their credit. I mean, like they've yeah. got the Celtics have had five guys really that have been. Like, scoring 20 points a game, like, which is very unusual. But yeah. none of them are scoring 30. You know, like, Here, like, they're not going off on, like, individual star games, you know?
1: So, I'm going to ask you a different question. It'll kind of change the subject, but it'll stay on basketball. Yep. But um, my first question, just to kind of wrap this up, is what's your prediction for the next couple games?
0: So, that's – so, my prediction for the next couple games well, – Like, for the series. for Yeah. So So, I – I'm trying to. I don't actually know what my original prediction was. I, I, like I said, I did, I did, I was going to pick the Celtics anyway. I, I probably would go Celtics in six. Um, was my probably original thought. I, I I'm not going to jump to Celtics in five based on game one. Like, I'm not ready to go there yet. It's going to be hard to win in Cleveland, regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the next couple games go, I see. I think the Celtics will win a close game in game two. I, I think it's going to be, will not be a blowout for sure. I think LeBron's going to have a great game. But I think the Celtics, with their home court, I think will win Game Two. I think they'll lose Game Three, and so this will be a series again. And I I see it Celtics in six. But it's really tough. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm as as overwhelmingly happy with the way I happy I am with the way Game One went and the way they executed their defensive game plan. I just I know that it's too soon to to do that on LeBron. LeBron yeah. has had these kind, kinds of Game Ones plenty of times in the past. So. Um, I think it's going to be a long, it's a longer series than people might be starting to think now. Um, I'll go with Celtics in six.
1: Okay, so my second question, and, and I don't want an in-depth answer. I just yeah. kind of want a, your your quick take. Yeah. Um, if you had to keep one, or like, who do you who do you keep, or who do you who do you like better, Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum? That's so hard. I I mean, because I was asked that. Yesterday. I guess
0: it's not hard. It's Jason Tatum. I I I think Jason Tatum is. To looks to be a potentially transcendent player okay. uh, I, I mean with, with his offensive game I, it's still really hard for me because cause like w- when people bring up Kawhi Leonard and, and you didn't ask for an in-depth answer so my answer <laughs> is Jason Tatum but the the quick quick addendum to that is that people bring up trading for a star I wouldn't trade either of these guys for no, someone like definitely. Kawhi Leonard I really wouldn't because there's like yeah Kawhi, someone like Kawhi might be an established star now but with the salary structure, the way it works in the NBA, having the young guy who's gonna grow in the system, I, I would not trade either these guys for almost anyone except for maybe Anthony Davis in the NBA. So as far as guys that are realistically realistic yeah, yeah, targets. Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I will go with Tatum as the official answer, but cool. I think it's close.
1: Um, and I just because Who's you, your pick?
0: Who would you say? I think
1: I think Brown. You think Jalen? Yeah. I really like Jalen Brown He's, as a as a locker room guy. Yeah. I like him as a person who can play both yeah. ways
0: he's a great defensive he,
1: player he's a great defensive player and he
0: he's he, be, he
1: produces above average in every aspect of the game good yeah. passer he can he can, he has handles he can score you can play defense Athleticism is off the charts. i think he's a person who can be who can cement your team if you build around him. he up. has
0: become such a good shooter in one year like that was the biggest thing about him in the draft and in his rookie year it was like he can't shoot like just watching the shot he first of all he gets it off quick now his release has gotten really quick and he just looks like a he looks like a knockdown shooter now, which is like a game-changing element of, of his game that he's developed. So I I think it's really close. I would probably go with Tatum if you made me pick, but I, I really want them to keep both of those guys. So yeah.
1: I have a uh, – just because I just thought of it and I don't want to forget it. Yep. Um, so the Lightning – we talked about the Lightning earlier. They're down 0-2. Lost two games at home. But remember what I told you when we lost to the Bruins? What did I say?
0: You're not in trouble until you lose a game on the road.
1: You're not in trouble until you lose a game on the <laughs> Everyone road. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows Everyone that. Everyone knows that. And did, was it true?
0: Uh, it was true. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yes. It's true. So, Although the Lightning needs to still win a game at home. So. Yeah, but you're not in trouble <laughs> yeah. until you lose one on the Correct, yeah. correct. Okay. Um,
1: so uh, the only other NBA topic we have is uh, Rockets versus Warriors starts tonight. Yep. That's going to be, an, I think, an unbelievable series. I, I think, think so, too. It's going to be so high scoring and fun, and and hopefully chippy. But everyone on both those teams is kind of soft. Yeah. So I, I, who, well, let's just do this. Who do you, who do you got winning? Rockets, who? Warriors.
0: I the, I think the Warriors are going to win. I am pulling for the Rockets, real hard. Um, that'll be my answer to start this. Okay, you you I'm
1: pulling for the. I think I did this last week. I think we said it. So I took Cavs. You did Rockets. take Cavs, Rockets. Yeah. And I think yeah, I'm yeah. going to stick with the Rockets. Yeah. Um, I the Warriors are so good. The Warriors are yeah. so darn good. But I think this is the team that can beat them. I think it is, uh, yeah. I think this is the team that can beat them. They're finally hitting their stride. They've got good use of their big men. They've got a point guard who can score and play defense and play offense and, and pass mm-hmm. the ball around. And they have James Harden.
0: Yeah. Uh, what What worries me is their wings. That That's the thing that worries me because the matchup with Durant and Klay Thompson is what worries me the most. Um, I think... Uh, Houston has the advantage when it comes to the guard play. Really, I mean, Chris Paul and James Harden is probably the best backcourt in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but just with Clay Thompson being pretty big as a, as a as a shooting guard, and then Kevin Durant being enormous as a small forward, yeah. and Draymond Green, uh, I, I, I I don't like the matchup trouble they get. But at the same time, Houston isn't really a defensive team anyway. Like t- Houston's not relying on their defense to yeah. win this series. They are going to be run and gun like offensive basketball, and that's. That's why it's gonna be a really fun series to watch, I think.
1: And they also, more more so than the Warriors, I think, feed off energy. Yeah. Like they feed off hitting two threes in a row yeah. and they they just that Houston atmosphere is gonna yeah. be crazy. I mean Golden State always is too, but they've been there before, so I think yeah. I think the Rockets are really gonna feed off like the energy that that they can bring yeah. we're hitting those three I don't know. I think the Rockets can pull it off.
0: Yeah, I th- I mean I think they I do think they can. I still would pick the Warriors as my pick to win. I'm really pulling for the Rockets because of also the personal interest in that and that if the Celtics can get by Cleveland, and again, I I said long ago that I am not crazy enough to say the Celtics can win the title this year, but the better they play if i'm deciding between these two teams it's definitely houston that the celtics would have a better chance of beating yeah. than than golden state so that's the other reason i have to pull rockets, hard for houston the
1: rockets are basically like a better a cavs with a better point guard
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah that's that's kind of a yeah they're kind of like that i mean they do have i think their their role players are better their yeah. role players are better suited for like but for all intents, 3 purposes, and d like yeah. they they have better 3 and d role like pj tucker for example yeah. it's like he hits threes and plays defense that's what he does the cavs are struggling to get that type of production out of anybody. But um, one one quick thing I want to say about this: Did you hear anything about the whole Scott Foster stuff? Did you hear anything about this? No. All right, I'm going to do it real real quick. Um, Scott Foster and Tony Brothers are the referees for Game One tonight in Houston and Golden State. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff that came out about Scott Foster, which because Scott, the reason it came out is because St- Scott Foster did Celtics Sixers Game Four when Celtics were up three zero, and uh, you know everybody was pissed at the refs that game and it was like well you know the nba is extending the series and so then uh the next day all this stuff started coming out so scott foster is still a ref in the nba he was in the tim donahy investigation tim donahy called scott foster like all the time like like in the report it was like there was one day he called him like six times in three minutes before a game started and uh and tim donahy they were saying Another part of the report was, like, the games that Tim Donahue bet on. Take a
1: backup. So, Tim Donahue, we talked about about him on the podcast before, a famous ref who got caught fixing Fixing games, games, shaving points, just a total scumbag, Uh or as Mikey Piper (laughs) would say, our our our, uh, in-house referee, total rat.
0: Total rat. And so, uh, Tim Donahue, that that was a whole scandal. And so, this guy, Scott Foster, is still an NBA ref. He was in that report. There was a thing about the games that Tim Donahue had bet on whenever they like because they had a, a, a ledger basically of all the games that Donahue had bet on. And the the stat was insane that this this one jumped off the page at me that the of the games that uh, Tim Donahue won that he bet on outside of his own games. So so t- so exclude his own games of the games that he bet on and won 70 percent of those games Scott Foster was refing. Wow. 70 percent of them. And so there's all this stuff that like the conspiracy theorists believe that the NBA did not want this whole thing to look systemic and so they put it all on Donahue but that Scott Foster was complicit in this Whoa. stuff. And that and some people, now again, I don't know how far down this road I'm willing to go, but some people believe that Scott Foster basically is at the mercy of the league in a way and that he was let off the hook for this but he's their guy that it's like unspoken word you know what you're supposed to do. Okay? <laughs> The last this part is of this, so deep in the, the last hole. the last part of the story though, is that you look at the last round, right? So the last round, Cleveland swept Toronto, um, but Golden State, Houston, and the Celtics all won their series three games to one, right? Mm-hmm. The one loss in all three series, Scott Foster was the ref. Whoa! Yeah, and so there's a there's a lot of people that are saying like, but because last year the NBA had a record low revenue because of all the sweeps with the Cavs and the Warriors, yeah, and so. It's just interesting. It's, it's interesting.
1: It's... I do think that – I don't think one right? – so this is this is a uh, oh, yeah, gray, gray yeah, yeah. area. Yeah. I don't know if one ref can win you three games uh, no, in the playoffs at so the NBA. Yeah, that being sure. said, it, it can swing the tide. Yeah. For for two very close teams, it can swing the tide, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that.
0: It's interesting. It, it, and so it, it, the idea – and again, I am very much not someone who's like the NBA is fixed like, – you know, Celtics fans. If the ref, if the refs are bad in one of these games, Celtics fans are going to be like, "The NBA wants LeBron in the finals." Like, I completely disagree with that. Yes. I don't think that happens. But I do not put it out of the realm of possibility that the ref, that the NBA would have a crew that they that is a, sort of an unspoken word like it's, series is three zero. Like,
1: here, we're here, here, we're
0: assigning this crew and like
1: how so how far in advance are they?
0: Day of the game the is game when they're they chosen assigned. yes wow yeah 9 a.m every day is when see, the referee crews weird. are assigned yeah and so it's very <laughs> that that's the, that's what's it was like because I, I was on twitter and i saw it the day that the celtics were up 3-0 they got the philly game and the assignments came out it was scott foster and tony brothers and like all the celtics reporters on twitter were like see you in game five like it's over and 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 i still didn't approach it that way and you know i did think the refs were kind of bad but the celtics didn't play great either it's never a it's never a uni, like you. Unilateral thing. It's not like the refs go out there and just win the game for you, but it's interesting. It's an interesting it is, subplot. It is interesting. And what, what's interesting to me is that they're assigned to game one, Houston, Golden State tonight. And so yeah. if you're looking for a truther thing, to me, it would be that Houston would get the edge tonight in the refs. Now, I, I don't know, again, that to me just would mean it could push the series longer, get, getting Houston wins at home, making sure that Golden State doesn't come in and steamroll them. I don't know, just something worth mentioning. It's uh, Scott like, Foster. I like it. Yeah, it's. I like uh, it. I'm not totally bodied on it, but I think it's something worth you know, worth keeping an eye on. So.
1: Um, here's also one interesting thing that we didn't mention about basketball is Dwayne Casey, yeah. Toronto Raptors head coach, yeah. fired. So they make it all the way to the playoffs. They get swept by the Cavs, yeah. a very good team. Fired. Dwayne Casey. Fun fact. Was co- named Coach of the Year yeah. this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. So he was he was awarded Best Coach in the NBA Coach yeah. of the Year and then immediately fired. Um, it's a big deal. It's a, crazy. A lot of people are very upset about it. Um, and there's been no real reason given. It's just.
0: Just the sweep, I just guess. The sweep, and and there was a report that after Game Three, so when they went down three zero. That apparently the the Raptors owner was like somewhere courtside for that game, and like apparently there were reports that you could like he was like ripping Dwayne Casey a new one like in front of everyone like as they were leaving the court he was like yelling at Dwayne Casey. Mm. Um, one quick clarification on the Coach of the Year thing so that there's like I didn't see this until like two days after the report came out, but so that like that's like not the official NBA Coach of the Year award. It's uh, like the Coaches Association. It still it still bears weight. Yeah. Um. But the reason I saw the, the reason I saw the clarification was because of all the stories you probably saw that Brad Stevens didn't get one vote. Did you see that? I didn't Brad see that. Stevens I only didn't saw get, that He got fired. Brad Stevens didn't get one vote, um, which was like everyone was like, "How the hell did Brad Stevens not get one vote?" And the the reason, what like the well, I shouldn't say the reason. The clarification was that coaches association award every every coach gets one vote, one name to put on the ballot. Mm-hmm. So like other awards, it's like they vote for like first, second, third, you know, aggregate type of counting. That one's like everyone votes for one guy, and so still people were saying that they were surprised that Brad didn't get any votes. And this is actually the interesting part about it with Dwayne Casey and his job situation. A lot of the reporters said that the reason that Stevens didn't get a vote is because Stevens is uh, very uh, has a great situation in Boston, has a hundred thousand percent job security. And coaches don't feel the need to vote for him for coach of the year. Yeah. I mean, that's a Casey is not the same situation. Yeah, like and, and it's interesting the way that it, that it played out that he got fired after the coaches had his back. Like that's almost like a coaches have each other's back vote. It seems like it's like Dwayne Casey deserves to keep his job type of thing. <laughs> yeah. And so it's interesting the way that all played out, I think, but
1: he won the, who deserves to keep his, his head. Coaching a, yeah. Position it kind of sounds like that's
0: what the <laughs> coaches association award was, you yeah. know? So, um, so it's interesting, but uh, I thought Dwayne Casey did a good job with the Raptors this year. He obviously didn't do a good job in the playoffs. I mean, he didn't do a good job against the Cavs, but I don't think they were built to. I don't think the Raptors had the roster to to defend yeah. LeBron James. I they mean, just,
1: they've made it this far and and failed a lot. A lot. That's true. So that's may, true. it could just be a times up, type a of time. times up yeah. type of thing. We got to tra- change something, or we'll just be here perpetually. Yeah. So it's true. Uh, so that's it. Rockets Warriors, By the time you're listening to it, uh, will be over. Uh, yeah. One of those teams will have won. Keep your eyes on if it's the Rockets, then the NBA is fixed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: exactly. If the uh, home team wins and the one seed in the West wins, then it's fixed.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on to pop culture.
0: Oh. Alrighty, so pop culture, I think we just have one story, but this was a pretty big story. Pretty cool. Like, like as far when it comes to the TV shows and, like, the stuff that doesn't really matter that we talk about, this this was pretty significant in in the pop culture world. Yeah.
1: So, many of you may have seen, but a lot of TV shows got canceled by Fox, um, many of which should have been canceled because they're terrible one of which should not have been canceled, and that's Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yes. Um, So I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine almost religiously. I think it's one of the more clever shows on television. It's very reminiscent of Parks and Rec, even The Office, um, 30 Rock, those shows where the characters are developed so well by like the second or third season, they could be sitting alone in a room for 30 (laughs) minutes, and it would be the best show you watch because the characters are so well done. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine was canceled by Fox. Huge outrage. I mean, it was all over Twitter. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, people were calling for it. Celebrities were were like, "Please renew, please renew." Someone pick it up. Like people were tweeting at Hulu, like, yeah. And if someone pick it up as original series within one day, twenty four hours. NBC had picked yeah. up um, Brooklyn Nine Nine, and there was a statement by um, the NBC director who said, "We looked at this pilot, loved it, bought it, never made it to a show." Sold it. Sold the rights to Fox, really? and it was the biggest mistake we've ever made. Wow. Yeah, it, they said it's Brooklyn Nine Nine is. I do know that. Um, so the sixth season of Brooklyn Nine Nine has been picked up for NBC, and it's nice. if you have not watched it, give it a shot.
0: Oh yeah, Brooklyn Nine is great. So I don't watch it religiously like you have, but I have seen it a bunch of times. You've had it on. I think it's a, a hilarious show. Um, is the sixth season is not? It's not a sixth and final. Is it or because so like I, I thought? I, I think know. I saw that somewhere, but a, I don't think it was official. So
1: a lot of people were tweeting like, "Give it the the final season it deserves." Exactly, don't, like hurt the fans, but I don't think you pick up a show for its finale. season. maybe yeah. you do. I don't know uh, how it works, but I would assume it, I would assume uh, it's good enough to continue running. They, yeah,
0: they might have just meant. They might have just been saying that when it was still not picked up. Maybe yeah. like saying it at Fox, like give it the final season it deserves, yeah. meaning like don't cut it off like without ending it. You yeah. know, so I don't, I it's don't true. think NBC would pick it up and have it be the finale. But I just didn't know if you knew. For I sure. do
1: not know that for sure. Um, but the good news is it's back. Yeah. So let them do that negotiation. Yeah. For sure. And I'll watch Brooklyn Nine Nine so it stays on forever because it's so funny. Yeah. It's, it's a great so show. very good. It's a great Highly show. recommend.
0: For sure. Um Anything else in pop culture? That's
1: it for me in pop culture.
0: Cool. I mean, me too. We, we're we're behind on Westworld. Uh, are you? Do you have plans to watch Westworld? Or are you gonna? I don't know.
1: I don't have HBO Go. I don't True. Think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess we have I a. Can...
0: We have a. We can log in somehow with it. I uh, guess
1: I can watch it. Yeah. Somehow. I mean, I know yeah. I can watch it somehow. Well, yeah. Either. Is it
0: worth it? I've only seen the first episode. I'm behind is that, too. Is it worth it? Uh, <laughs> I thought the first episode was pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Is it it's all one, about it's Dolores? One of those, is it just Dolores, uh, Dolores? No, it Dolores. wasn't all about Dolores, but it wasn't about Samurais either. So. <laughs> um no, no, I mean, it's uh, it's one of those shows. I personally can't figure out if it's if I just like it because it's because it's what it is, or if I actually truly like the content. You I know, think like,
1: we're we've been trained to enjoy any Sunday HBO show, yeah. because they're well they're well done. The episodes are good, mm-hmm. but. I don't think that show deserved a second season. I don't think it needed a second season. Yeah. Like, what am I going to watch now? Just more weird robots? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. I don't want to deter people from watching it because I'll probably yeah. watch it. Well, so. and we
0: haven't seen the episodes this season, so I mean, um, maybe it's great. I, I, I've I've seen a few off tweet like offhand tweets that were positive, but not about anything specific. So, we'll see. But we'll see. Uh, we have not we're not up to date with it. So, anything else in pop culture? That's it for pop culture. Alrighty, that brings us to the final drive. Do you want to go first or do you want to go second? First. All right, go Did first. Did you think that? Uh, I I actually didn't know what you were going to do that time. I had a feeling you might have said second. I so. started to mix it up ever since yeah. you. Uh, since I called you since out. Since you on, called me out. Yeah. out. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so my final drive. I may have mentioned it, but a show called The Terror, T E R R O R, like terror, mm-hmm. like terrifying. The Terror. Yeah. Uh, it's on AMC. It is about it's like a period piece uh in the eighteen fifties, forties, fifties. Um two sailing ships, two British Empire ships trying to find the northern passage through the Arctic Circle get caught in the ice. They're provisioned for two or three years, so it's they're like they get caught in the ice, they kind of expected it. Um hundreds of people aboard these ships, they're, they're sailors and um marines and very like they expected this. However, obviously the ice doesn't break up after the first year, doesn't break up after the second year then there's also like a yeti monster kind of hunting them so people keep like dying in mysterious gross ways like bodies cut in half and like intestines spread all throughout like the ship's deck and whatnot so crazy crazy stuff it's very spooky and slow that's kind of like all amc shows yeah it's more about the aesthetic than it is about fast-paced action or storyline um, I really, really like it. If you like period pieces and are big into like Game of Thrones or um, trying to think of a like maybe like Hell on Wheels or different, different like really, really, really well done in depth mm-hmm. characters and costumes and sets. It's an awesome show and it's scary. And I, I'm not done with it. I'm on episode eight out of ten, and episode five through eight so far. Like ever since it hit episode five, it's unbelievable. The episodes are so good cuz like there, there's some politics involved there's some there's like monsters involved there's yeah. people going crazy there's also lead poisoning cuz they're they've been eating out of tin cans and there's like there some people are going kind of crazy it's there's so many different creepy cool storylines highly recommend the terror on AMC if you have uh xfinity you can just oh, yeah, yeah. hold your little blue button and say the terror and watch them all in a row right um they're an hour long they're dark they're spooky um but very very well done
0: Nice. There you go. The terror. I've seen a couple of the episodes at the beginning, um, but I did not get as far as Steve said. But uh, from what I saw, I can uh, attest to everything he said there. So very good show. Um, my final drive is a quick little uh, nugget back on the NBA topic. It is about the draft lottery, which is tonight, the day of the podcast, if you're listening Um Easy to forget, but for those of you NBA and Celtics fans in particular, and Magic, Magic are going to be in the lottery as well. pretty bad. Um, I don't have the lottery order in front of me, so I I know the Magic are up there somewhere, but um, the main thing that I'm going to remind everyone about is the situation with the Celtics pick. Um, I know at the time of the Kyrie Irving trade, I started to describe it, and you were like, please don't tell me about that. I don't care about that. (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) I I think so, and rightfully so. It was not anything uh, nearby. Here's the new situation. The Lakers are the pick that the Celtics own. So the Lakers finished somewhere decent this year, actually. Missed the playoffs, but they were probably like 10th or 11th worst in the NBA. Um, So the pick that the Celtics have for the Lakers, uh, the Celtics cannot get it if it's number one. If it's number one, it goes to Philly, actually. If the Lakers pick gets all the way up to number one, it goes to the Philadelphia 76ers. Hmm. If it's number two or number three, it goes to the Celtics. Um, technically, if it's four or five, it also goes to the Celtics. But that is no longer possible with the way the lottery works. Um, the reason being that actually, I don't. I'm, I you might have known this, but the lottery is only select. Only three teams are actually selected in the lottery from ping pong balls. Everything else just shifts downward. You know, after that. So, okay. but every team has a chance to be one of those top three, and then after that, everything just slides down. So, for that reason, they can't be four or five because if they they can't get. They can't get to the only teams that can be four or five are the teams that are there or teams that are higher ranked that got bumped. Um, So if the pick is two or three, it's the Celtics. That'll be a very low percentage. And so if that doesn't convey um, the most likely scenario is the Lakers are keeping that pick if it's outside the top five. Um, And then what happens is next year, uh, the Celtics get the Sacramento Kings pick. And the only provision on that pick is the number one. It cannot be number one, otherwise, wherever, wherever it lands, the Celtics get it. So the so. Celtics
1: can't have a number one pick either of them. Correct.
0: Next two the years. number one pick is off the table, but number two pick is on the table each year. So they could, in theory, tonight, get the number two pick in the draft. That would be extremely unlikely, but would be a huge storyline if a team that is on like three wins from the NBA Finals lands the number two pick, um, and then next year if it doesn't convey they can get any pick but number one so
1: so I don't see the Lakers on this list so I guess this the 76ers via Lakers
0: uh yes I think mean, that's the pick so, um, and you know so maybe it is Philly that keeps the pick actually so, so I'm not exactly certain on who gets it if it doesn't this convey is to Celtics, the Celtics via Lakers interesting number me,
1: one per six no, number one pick odds zero percent.
0: Right. This so is that, that's the Celtics pick I'm talking about, because that has a 0% chance of being Celtics. Yeah. Um, Top three is 2.9%. Yes. Um, there's actually like a draft lottery simulator um, that people run all the time trying to... Um, Get your team the first pick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so let's see. It's actually tankathon.com is the lottery Simulator. So I just simmed it once, and Orlando got the number one pick when I just simmed it. Yes. Yeah. So uh, random. Go so magic. Orlando is in the number five spot. So if they move up four spots, they will get the number one pick. So just to give you the percentage of uh, chances at number one overall, Orlando has an eight point eight percent chance at number one. Who do we pick? And a twenty nine. percent I don't care about, about number one pick three.
1: overall this year. I care about it next year. Yeah. I want Zion.
0: Yes, yeah, Zion's the big prize next year. That is true. Um, And so, yes, so so the the, the pick that you were looking at is Lakers to Philly, but there's a provision in there that sends it to the Celtics if it's two through five. That's essentially what it is. Um, So, and and that pick has a very low chance of being two, it's a 2.9% chance that it conveys to the Celtics this year, so... So there it is. That's my final drive. A little bit longer, but uh, a little explanation of where the Celtics stand with the NBA draft lottery. That is tonight, Tuesday, same night as Game Two of the NBA f- of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals and uh, the Lightning game as well. Oh,
1: fun so. fact! Guess where I'm going tomorrow for a concert? Where?
0: Guess. Um, uh, okay, I will
1: give you a hint. It's a it's a it's a rock band from the '90s that we all love.
0: Rock band from the '90s. Am I supposed to guess the band? Yeah. Um, Blink-182. Sum 41. Sum 41. Yeah, I'm going to Sum wow. 41 concert tomorrow. Where?
1: At the House of Blues. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Nice.
0: Nice. That's great.
1: In too deep, baby.
0: That is. (laughs) Wow. Okay. All righty. So that is going to do it for episode 103, Have you heard here second. Uh, We'll see you guys next week, I guess, for episode 104.
1: Yes, we will. Later days.